Hello everyone, I'm back with an episode of the Fire Never Dies podcast and today I have with me, I've got to do better timer on, Miss Tara Pavel. Um, are you a principal? How, how do you even describe that job title? Well, the job title is owner, director, principal, lead teacher mm-hmm. of Achieve Academy. Of Achieve <laughs> Academy. Yeah. And also an author. These are her works before us. There will be links in the description below. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. That's Thank awesome. you so much. Thank this. you. This is a. Uh, it's gonna be good. So we got about thirty minutes where we'll just really talk about what you're doing. Such. Okay. So, how did how did this begin first? Because this is not. This is you have an actual school. Like this is right. like like you can walk into the door. <laughs> there's classrooms. There are names, and we're in the library right now. How how did it get? Take me back to the beginning of okay. this. Well, the beginning really is me as a small child playing teacher. So mm-hmm. it started there. This love for learning, and um, I'm from England. So in England, we start school at three sometimes. So. I started school at three years old and I've just loved it, just mm-hmm. loved the whole atmosphere. So, but then my direction changed. I, my first degree is in business. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to be this high powered businesswoman, have no, no children, you know, just be about traveling the world. And um, that all changed when I saw in London an independent school run by the Nation of Islam there. And I saw that the way that the children were just so mature in the way in their conversation. Right. They were able to like talk to adults and really hold a conversation mm-hmm. and explain things that I just hadn't seen children do. So I was like, oh wow, this is fantastic. And their school is called Future Leaders in London. So um, that kind of sparked the idea, but it wasn't until I got here um, to Warner Robins where my son started public school here. Mm -hmm. So he had already been in school for two years in England, so he was reading and everything. And when I would pick him up from kindergarten, he was like coloring. It would Mm -hmm. be, today is the color red or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it was just like slowing him down. I knew he could do so much more. So I said, I'll try homeschooling. And it just went from there. I started homeschooling him, and then other people started asking me to homeschool their children. Mm And the school kind of grew, but it was still in my home. And so I decided, well, okay, let me get a qualification. So I got my master's degree in, mm-hmm. in education. And then started venturing outside of the home, you know, renting spaces. Uh, this is our sixth location. So every single time we've grown. And now we're at um, 50 students. 50 students. Yes. Now, um, when did, what year was the Achieve Academy actually started? We founded, I founded Achieve Academy in 2017. So, so that's when it went from like a home school to more of a private school. Okay, I actually so call like it a new an, location yeah, each year almost. Each year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I call it an independent school rather than a private school mm-hmm. because private school sounds so like elitist and almost like it's only for a certain type of people. I never thought about it like yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, an independent school is more that you're doing it for the purpose of the children and mm-hmm. the families that you're serving. So that's what I see. I see a purpose here. And um, 
our families are not traditional private school families. These are not families that intended, oh, we're going to send our children to private school. It's just been a need. Something's either not quite going right in the public school mm -hmm. or they just need more instruction time. Maybe they were bullied. They need a safer environment. Mm -hmm. So we're able to offer that. So would you say it's the at, at, like at, at risk, uh, at risk? Or? At the same time it is, so a lot of our students have um, learning challenges, okay. but at the okay. same time we also have a lot of gifted students who were in the classroom maybe starting to be disruptive. Mm -hmm. So they were getting bored, no challenges, mm -hmm. and um, so children with also behavior issues are welcome here as right. well because I feel like sometimes our boys are in the back of a classroom not understanding what's going on mm -hmm. and they don't want to be you know face the embarrassment of like raising their hand and mm -hmm. saying I need help so we're able to make them feel just so comfortable at home like we're an extension of their family basically right. and that's what I want wanted to do that is the the vibe that I get the few times I've been here already mm -hmm. like it is it's definitely like more family like I you know how I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, like, in public school, you know, like, you see a group of friends. Exactly. And, like, you just know, like, okay, that's a group of friends. But here it seems like almost each kid interacts with each other exactly. kid. Like, however they, you know, however they naturally just interact with them. So I like exactly. That. Yeah, even outside of the age groups. Mm -hmm. So even I teach the high schoolers. Right. So even they interact with the preschoolers mm -hmm. in a way that's so nurturing and like a big brother or right, sister. Right, right. Yeah, so I love to I see that. a lot of, mm -hmm. like even like in passing, like you can tell like it's not a lot of tick for tat stuff. Like no, that's it's, right. it's, there's really like a genuine love in, in, exactly. in the walls. Exactly, that's right. And you know, I come to, to work happy. I mean, mm -hmm. this is what I love to do. Mm -hmm. I want to create a happy environment. Um, and it's surprising that our students develop this love for learning again. Mm -hmm. So their parents are shocked when they send them to Achieve Academy. It's like, this is the first time they ever woke up before me to mm -hmm. get ready to go to school. So that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, if School was exciting for me. I probably would have been a much better student. <laughs> I was probably right. the student that you described as gifted, but got bored. Yes. So like, if it's and I'm like that now. If I'm not constantly doing something, right, I right. would almost do anything because right. I'm just I'm interested. Right. I, I have a genuine curiosity uh, about things that I don't know about. Right. Exactly. And a lot of times, boys do because you know they're developing that man energy mm -hmm. and it's like a, I'm gonna kind of control the world energy but that has to be directed right so you have to offer challenges we have something called um, board to boss which mm -hmm. is our um, entrepreneurship program so that allows each student to start a business once a year mm -hmm. and that's a real challenge now you have to think about the manufacturing, the product, the packaging, the marketing, and you present that product once a year to the public. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our students, especially the boys, they take it into full-time production. They go year-round with that. Mm -hmm. So that's a challenge that's so practical, and it sets them up for life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you, uh, 
You don't have any sports for them, do you? Or Not how is that, that incorporated? Mm. Right. Well, I see us with a sports program mm -hmm. at some point. Now we've moved into this location, which has a gym that's like improved things. Right. Now we can have um, different coaches come in and actually work with the students as like a PE class. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, but okay. I want us to be at the position where we're able to compete with other schools. That actually be amazing. That'd yes. be awesome. I will be rooting for the Achieve Academy, <laughs> if not uh, coaching for them. I played, exactly. I played soccer uh, my entire life, so if you need a soccer oh, wow. coach, wow. I, can, uh, I can do that for you. Excellent. Let's get into these, uh, these works of art. Well, thank you. How did each one... Are these, these are only four so far? These are the only four workbooks that I've written so far. Um, and this is during the pandemic when I had time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that was teaching. my next question. Like, when, when were they written? Right. I wasn't teaching, so I had time at home. Well, we were teaching virtually. Mm -hmm. So it was like all this time at home. And I had had these ideas for a long time, so it was so good to be able to get them into print. Mm -hmm. So it started with this one, which is the writing one. And that's just noticing that children just don't have that writing skill. That used to be taught more um, in preparation for like going to college, mm -hmm. where there's so much writing involved mm -hmm. in it. So that takes you, it's like a 30-day journal where you're writing each day. And it's supposed to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be graded. You know, you're supposed to be free writing, expressing yourself. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. actually good because, yeah, uh, we had to write a whole bunch of essays for yeah. college stuff back in the day. And I don't think that happens as much now. I don't, like, you don't hear about kids like, I have this 5,000 word <laughs> essay to do for my scholarship. I haven't heard, I actually haven't heard somebody say that in years. Well, okay, my daughter goes to Mercer and she is like queen of saying I have this 5,000 oh, okay, page okay, yeah, okay. essay to write on. It's um, probably yeah. just not out there as much. Yeah, exactly. But, and it's, if you have that foundation in writing, it's so easy mm -hmm. for you, but it becomes difficult if you can't put your thoughts onto paper. What was the, not to get away from the books, mm. but what was the subject that you had as a child that was like, that, that you really enjoy learning? Well, I'm gonna go backwards. So I hated math. Okay. Yeah, I really hated math. And I was, I was like straight A's for everything except mm -hmm. for math. Mm -hmm. And um, my parents got me a tutor and he used to come to the house and sit across the dining room table and just talk me through math. Mm -hmm. And it, it's amazing, like it clicked for me. And then I loved math. That was my favorite subject. Oh, wow. So sometimes, you know, we can have difficulty with an area, but it just takes somebody to help us through it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. For me, personally, I don't think I actually, I think my, well, my favorite subject was definitely literature. So the okay, writing good, stuff, good, I, good, I yeah. enjoy it. Like, I enjoy, like, each year of high school, any, like, storytelling. Like, that was my thing. I was into that. Right, that's great. Math. <laughs> okay. Math. Oh my gosh. It's funny because I was really good at it, but I just, I did not like it. I don't wow. know why. I just didn't like it. And you it. were good at it. Okay. But science, but it, it helped science come to me easily. I don't think I actually didn't like any subjects. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. I, I, I honestly enjoy uh, learning 
I do too. Right. So, what tactics do? How how does the Achieve Academy keep the kids interested in learning or actually like push them to learn? Because we know the public school system is like this is what you're learning, and right. I'm sure you have like a curriculum like that sure. has to match like a state standard. Sure. But do you lean into like their interest? Because I you said the entrepreneurship part. Right. But as far as like, uh, say you might have one that has a podcast and they uh, want to actually learn more about the inner workings of what goes on behind the scenes. Exactly. Do you have anything going on for that? Well, we can kind of follow their interests wherever they take us. Mm -hmm. So um, I was talking to you earlier about the gardening program. Mm -hmm. So some of the students are really into that, like the gardening, but not just as a hobby but making it a business mm -hmm. so we're able to kind of follow that through and we're going to do the raised bed gardens okay um we have other students that just have such a wide variety of interests so we bring people in mm -hmm. to help with that so you've seen some of our mentors that come in and talk to the students right so if somebody says i'd like to know about say aviation mm -hmm. then we know we have Miss Tamika Ray Head, and she's the aviation person. Mm -hmm. Then we would have her come in and talk to them and and teach them something about it. So we have more freedom to kind of follow the interests of the student. Okay. Yeah. That's so that's a good actually, thing. That is actually amazing. Yes. You need that. Do you yes. have anything? Because we are coming up on Black History Month. This book actually gave me an idea for what mm. I might do just okay. interview like a whole bunch of just like black women for oh, black wow. history. Wow. I don't have that's a lot good. of female guests. Like I think you're right. like that's... the third. Wow. Oh, thank you. Okay. So yeah. I wanted to ask you about that one. It was. Yeah. Black history is too, too big, big for February. Big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that one has been on my heart for a long time. Um, I almost kind of reject the idea of having a Black History Month mm -hmm. just Same. because you're saying this is how long we need to focus on this and then we can focus on everything else. Mm -hmm. Whereas history is black history. So that book takes you through from the beginning, ancient Egypt. It takes you through every major event, mm -hmm. all the wars. Um, and it shows you that black people were involved in everything. So it takes away that idea that it's Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks, mm -hmm. and, it, and it makes it so much bigger. Right. And that's also like a journal for the student. So they can do their own research, they can read, it gives them kind of prompts, and they can, you know, kind of absorb that history throughout the year rather than a month. Uh, actually, amazing. Yeah. That's great. You are really good, huh? <laughs> you must be pretty good I'm at trying. this. You must be pretty good at this. I'm trying. You're doing a great yeah. job. Six years in, you have an actual, like, this is great. Like, yeah, it's weird because we used to come here as a kid and be in these rooms. Like, they had it sort of like, uh, like a Bible school almost. Oh, like, so okay, we would come okay. and do that during the day and wow. then go play in the gym and do all types of oh, stuff. Oh, that's funny. So it's like a, like a full circle. Full circle. Moment. It, it yeah. really is. That's right. Absolutely. It is. Dang. So what do you have, what does the future of Achieve Academy look like to you? 
the future is um, I'm, my focus is 300 students. Like, mm -hmm. that's the goal. Okay. And then it's also to roll out this idea of Achieve Academy in different cities. People ask right now, you know, could you bring it to our city? Mm -hmm. But we, I just don't have the resources right now to be able to do that. But um, just reaching as many people as we can. Um, I have a program called Reading with Kings, mm -hmm. which is under our nonprofit called Achieve Foundation. And that is just one-to-one um, -one reading with boys, um, helping them you know, with their reading difficulties and just get an interest in it. Mm -hmm. So I hope Reading with Kings is like national, uh, a national program, because that is so rewarding. And for the boys, it's almost instantly, within two weeks, you can see a difference. They're looking forward to the reading session, and then you get the feedback from school and mm -hmm. parents like, oh, they're suddenly more interested. Mm -hmm. So I would love for Reading with Kings to go, you know, really far. I'd like yes. something. Uh, I would like to help you out with it as well. Like, if oh. I can, can, do you have, like, people come read? We don't right now, but I'm going to set that up okay. because um, we do it right now on Saturday mornings mm -hmm. as well as in after school. But I think Saturday mornings would be a really nice time to have like a book club mm -hmm. and have somebody come and read to them each week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, I'm very big on reading. I'm the friend that's like, I'm going to get you a book for your birthday. Oh, nice, so, uh, nice. yeah, I'm, I'm very big on reading. I'm trying to think. Oh, we got a lot of time. Actually. Okay, good. Yes. What was? I'm going to talk about that book if you don't mind. The yes, first reader. yes, yes. So um, we also have a first reader. It's called A First Reader for Kings and Queens. And that is like a beginning phonics book. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've followed like the whole debate on how to teach a child to read. But it's like... There's a debate. Wait. Yeah. There's a, there was like a debate on that? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge debate. And now... Um, a lady just came out with a podcast called Sold a Story mm -hmm. to kind of highlight the fact that public schools have been fooled by these false programs mm -hmm. to improve reading. Mm -hmm. And during the podcast, it's fantastic. Like she adds up the amount of money they've spent on this curriculum. Mm -hmm. And it's like millions per um, district. Right. Uh, and you end up, you know, you go through the six part, I think it is, podcast, and you end up realizing that phonics instruction, you know, the sounds of the letters, mm -hmm. the, the way they used to teach in right, schools, right. is the way to teach reading. So now they have like brain science to prove that that's the way mm -hmm. that we learn. It's all connected to sound and, and our brain accesses right, right. the words through that. Um, so now, if you if you see on TikTok and you see like sold a story, it's like teachers burning the curriculum and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of wild. I actually want to. <laughs> I'm gonna look into that actually because yeah. I haven't heard of that. I have not heard of that, and uh, that's major. Like how how someone learns. So they're saying the old school way is like the the way now way. that you have the brain science to prove it. Okay. So what yeah. happened is you had the old school way of teaching the sounds of the letters and mm -hmm. that's the way children learn. And then some women, Fountas and Pinnell, um, Lucy Calkins came up with these other programs mm -hmm. that said, no, that isn't how children learn. 
that you can actually learn just by teach by looking at the pictures and kind of guessing context clues and learning sight words just other ways that other than so much it. harder than yes, the, that seems so much like from how because i learned how to read c c cat okay cool C -A -T. Exactly, that's how i learned exactly. how to read even the toys they have that's how it sounds exactly right so thinking of it and it's just like what's that reading is it I, yeah it just seems right i don't know it doesn't give like i don't like there's like a confidence between the sounding it out that's it's like you're right. building you're up building to up. yeah but just who no yeah so um <laughs> yeah so millions of dollars so like i say TikTok videos now of teachers that have watched the podcast mm -hmm. are like gathering up all these curriculum and like throwing them in the trash because that's how worthwhile how did you been. decide did you like create the curriculum for achieve academy or did you like Kind outsource. of, yeah, kind of both. Okay, okay. So where there is no curriculum, and that's how these kind of workbooks mm -hmm. came, because there wasn't mm. anything. But where there is, I usually use homeschool curriculum rather than public school, mm -hmm. just because the homeschool curriculum is harder. Mm -hmm. um, it gives you, like, all the foundation, not just oh, it'll fit in 180 days, but the whole foundation for a subject. And that's the way I prefer to teach it. Like you said earlier, confidence. Mm -hmm. So it's like a mastery approach to education. Like you don't move on until you've mastered this thing. Okay, okay. Whereas now in public school, you have to move on because time is ticking, the tests are coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I say that Achieve Academy puts the student before the curriculum rather than public school putting the curriculum before the student. So that I think that's sense. so important. Because it's like, when I think of public school, I think of like like a factory, just, all right, we're going to teach you this so you can go and do this afterwards. I need you for this right here. But uh, with uh, independent schooling, I'm, it's new. It's not like new to me, but me actually like meeting more people that, are into it or doing right. it, it right but well i guess with the pandemic it's just actually exactly. way more popular anyway. way more popular that's right and um it's interesting the pandemic what it did to education in terms of negatively impacted mm -hmm. some children's education so they estimate there's like this whole group of lost children that mm -hmm. were kind of ho taken homeschooled and really never entered back into the education system so um, it's so important because we're kind of linked with homeschool because that's how I started. Mm -hmm. But it's so important for homeschool families to have a schedule, have a, you know, this is our day. Right. Because a lot of people try and fit it in with their job and, and all the other things that they're doing. And it's kind of the thing that gets lost mm -hmm. most easily. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the thing that you can save time on. Right. But it's so important that you treat homeschool like a job. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I can imagine it. I can see it, how it would benefit, or probably would have benefited me. That's why I see it so clearly. Probably it would have benefited me personally. Mm -hmm. Just how I learned. I wasn't a traditional school learning right. kid. Like I had the whole ADD, ADHD, okay, and yes. all of that. But like. 
I just wasn't into it. Like if it wasn't if it wasn't science or literature or like a good part of history. Yeah, right. Good part. <laughs> a good part of history because there's some stuff I I could have I don't even know about. Right. But uh, I w- I just wasn't interested. But as soon as school's out and I can go play soccer. You're, I'm all in. That's I, right. I know everything that's going on. That's right. So I, I just see it as the same. It takes the same amount of energy yes, mentally. Yes, absolutely. That's right. So, and when yeah. you mention ADD and ADHD, so we have students that have those learning challenges, but the way that we deal with them is that they have these small classes, mm-hmm. you know, about 10 students to a teacher. Mm-hmm. And they also not required to just sit mm-hmm. and be quiet. Because you know, I wouldn't want to work in an environment like that. Yeah. So I don't no think it. Fun. Yeah, it's no fun, right? <laughs> so you know, we have different spaces where you can move to and and um, do your work as long as you're staying on task. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be in a seat. It gets uh, so you, you it, it almost puts like it actually puts the work like on the student then. Right. Okay. Yeah, and it's encouraging self-discipline because that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that, okay, you're going to have somebody who's going to tell you all the time, have you done this, have you done this? Mm -hmm. Because that's not reality. Mm -hmm. There's going to come a time when there's nobody telling you, have you done this? And that's where procrastination comes in. You realize you have bad habits. So if you could learn when you're 10, let's say, Mm -hmm. that, okay, I have a choice where I can work, how I can work, but I still need to get this done. You start to learn that, and sometimes it's by going the wrong way. You know, you spent this time playing around when you should have finished your assignment, mm-hmm. and now it becomes homework. Right, yeah. 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 So, um, so it's trial and error for them, but it just starts the process of self-regulation really early. That's good. Yeah. Yes. That's actually good. So coming up on time, it's my favorite question right now. Oh, wow. What's one question you uh, wish I had of actually that I did not? <laughs> um, one question. Put the work on you. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess about my childhood more. I did want to dive into that. <laughs> I did because overseas. Okay, Mrs. Pavel is not from America, guys. So uh, quickly, not quickly, but we got about two and a half, three minutes. Okay. How would you describe your? Childhood compared to what you see children dealing with now, or if you want to go that route. Okay, so um, my childhood was was different because my dad was in the Air Force, so we went back and forth from England to America. Okay. So um, being in school in England, we moved to a small town, and we were like the only black family. Mm -hmm. So that was really an interesting time. This is like the 80s, mm-hmm. and um, in Europe, there's this, you know, there was the whole thing of the National Front and skinheads and, and this yeah. kind of racism. So I had a lot of difficulty with bullying, and, and pretty much on a daily basis. But I think that's what gives me this sort of like compassion mm-hmm. now. And I never want a child to feel that way. Right. So. It, it like hurts my heart if I hear a story mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I did this. I think it's a result of that. 
Like I had to create this kind of safe space for children to not feel the way that I felt back then. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Ms. <laughs> well, you are an absolute community superhero. Thank you so much. Wow. Because you're like international if we really get into it. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you for having me. That was awesome. This has been good. This has really been good. Thank you so much. It's been great. Yes. Like, that's right. We'll do it again in like six months or a year or something. Okay, we'll have a couple of students yeah. here with us and yeah. then uh, we'll you Jaylen can interview here. them. Yes, we'll there you Jaylen go. <laughs> so yeah, see y'all. All right, thank you.